Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi there, and welcome to the Explaining History podcast. And today I want to talk about one of the uh, less well-known consequences um, in the the aftermath of the Spanish Civil War for the volunteers who fought in the international brigades, particularly volunteers from the USA. The way in which the uh, returning uh, volunteers from the the Lincoln and Washington brigades um, were treated by uh, the FBI particularly in the 1930s, 1939, and during the war years, and then after um, in the immediate uh, beginnings of the Cold War, uh, tells you an awful lot about the operating, the ideological operating of uh, the U.S. state, uh, particularly the um, justice and um, police arms of the American government, and what the ideological assumptions of FBI men and obviously people like J. Edgar Hoover clearly were. Now, most of what I'm going to talk about today is drawn from Adam Hochschild's Spain in Our Hearts, Paul Preston's The Spanish Holocaust, uh, and, of course, uh, Richard Baxall's Unlikely Warriors, um, the three books uh, that are easy enough to um, access on the the topic of the the Spanish Civil War. Um, There's also um, Anthony Beaver's History of the Spanish Civil War, which is pretty good, um, and a variety of, of other titles uh, by uh, Paul Preston, who really is the kind of the uh, the go-to guy on on this subject. The withdrawal of the international brigades began in 1938. Um, the end of their involvement uh, over two and a half years in Spain uh, was uh, during the kind of the final year of the republic as it collapsed under the nationalist onslaught backed by Hitler and Mussolini, and inadvertently kind of backed by the the British and French and American arms embargoes to the Republic, 
um, had the uh, had the uh, particularly the USA decided to sell arms to the Republic, the outcome might have been considerably different. Uh, Roosevelt in 1939 looked back as um, Spain fell to Franco uh, and saw it really as one of the kind of the key foreign policy areas uh, he had made throughout the 1930s, and the the litany of horrors inflicted on Spain uh, by Franco not just during the war, but once he was victorious, the execution of prisoners, the uh, persecution of entire communities that had known to have Republican uh, leanings, um, and the um, wave of, of mass killings, extrajudicial mass killings, that um, engulfed Spain following the victory over uh, the Republic um, are one of the uh, less discussed war crimes and um, monstrosities of the 20th century. But certainly, um, uh, Paul Preston's book, The Spanish Holocaust, uh, he doesn't use take the title lightly. And there's a very interesting discussion at the start of the book about the uses and abuses of the term Holocaust. And there is good reason for employing it when talking about Franco. The uh, international brigaders, um, the British, American, Canadian, uh, Polish, German, French uh, and others who marched through Madrid in a final act of defiance um, before they left were cheered by tens of thousands of uh, Spanish people. Um, They uh, were given an emotional farewell. Uh, as men and and some women who had come to Spain to risk their lives to uh, stop fascism in its tracks. One theme that consistently comes up um, in the memoirs of uh, international brigaders is the sense of immense guilt and shame that they felt in leaving Spain in uh, 1938, um, saying farewell to the Spanish people they knew, um, and saying, waving a farewell to strangers who were cheering for them, uh, knowing what awaited uh, the, the uh, citizens of the Spanish Republic and the horrors that would be uh, wrought upon them by Franco when the Republic finally fell. Adam Hochschild writes in Spain in Our Hearts that when 148 returning American volunteers arrived at New York on the line of Paris, on December the 15th, 1938, awaiting them seemed to be, in the words of Lincoln Commander Milton Wolfe, more cops than people. Police on foot and on horseback kept a throng of well-wishers a good distance from the French Line Pier on West 48th Street, and immediately came other signs of the hostility with which the government would treat these veterans for decades to come. Men who, a year or two earlier, had seen their American passports confiscated by André Marti. A point here. André Marti was the uh, Stalinist quartermaster general of the International Brigades, uh, a man uh, with uh, a very poor reputation, um, a deeply divisive and suspicious and highly sectarian figure who, uh, it is alleged, had um, suspected Trotskyites executed. Um, and confiscated the passports of international brigaders who uh, came across the Pyrenees um, to Spain. 
many of those passports, interestingly, uh, wound their way up in the hands of uh, wound up in the, the hands of uh, Soviet intelligence, and were used for uh, for setting up um, legends. Um, uh, undercover I- um, uh, identities for sleeper agents and uh, other Soviet agents uh, infiltrating Western countries. So uh, those passports were like like gold dust. Anyway, I continue. Men who a year or two earlier had seen their American passports confiscated by Andre Marty now had their new passports issued grudgingly by U.S. consulates in Europe confiscated at dockside. One volunteer asked an official when he would get his back. Never, I hope, was the reply. Behind the police lines, the crowd of friends and family members in winter coats, including the Brighton Beach Community Centre Drum and Bugle Corps, were a pale echo of the weeping, cheering hundreds of thousands who had lined the parade route to Barcelona seven weeks earlier. It's worth remembering that these were men who had seen the vast majority of their comrades killed, uh, a, a fairly slender um, number of uh, veterans survived to return to the USA. Um, and the war that they had been fighting had been largely a, a mystery uh, to the majority of uh, American um, news uh, followers. Most people didn't know about the Spanish Civil War, or if they did, they didn't know that there were Americans and other uh, international fighters there participating on uh, one side. And it was difficult to explain to um, those who weren't really quite well-versed in the entire subject that the American government wasn't at war in Spain. And even more difficult still to explain that if that was the case why it was there were Americans fighting in Spain um, and why they had volunteered for such hardships. For black volunteers in the Lincoln Battalion, uh, there was a a rude reminder of uh, American racism when they returned home. Uh, There were still signs in windows saying no blacks um, in boarding houses and hotels and bars. And this came uh, as a a shock, uh, particularly because there had been no discrimination where they had been garrisoned in Spain. Uh, The Republic was a a welcome break from um, racist attitudes. And of course, the uh, Lincoln and Washington uh, battalions of the International Brigade were profoundly anti-fascist and anti-racist in uh, every conceivable way. As with the um, British uh, battalion, when the American Washingtons and Lincolns returned home, uh, by this point in point of fact, there was really only the Lincoln Battalion uh, left. Most of the Washingtons were killed or be merged into the Lincolns. Uh, when they returned, there were only a, a, a few months left of European peace, less than a, a year. And it was um, the opportunity that many sought to continue fighting fascism. Some had an expectation that America might join a European war in 1939, obviously this doesn't occur until the end of 1941. And the fact that most of the American volunteers in Spain may have in part been recruited by the Communist Party of the USA, but they certainly, the majority, weren't Communist Party members. 
meant that uh, one of the kind of great ideological dilemmas in 1939, the Nazi-Soviet pact, uh, was not uh, an issue. There were communist parties across Europe and in America that uh, did not quite know what ideological line to take on the Second World War, um, as now that their patron and master Stalin had uh, formed a non-aggression pact with the uh, chief uh, protagonist, obviously Adolf Hitler, um, normally communists and anti-fascists in uh, the fellow traveller movement would have united in condemnation uh, under Hitler and hoped for a democ- an alliance between Western democracies and the Soviet Union. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. To destroy Nazism. However, this doesn't occur... And instead, this um, strange Faustian pact between Stalin and Hitler emerges instead. And uh, ideological certainties take two years to uh, restore themselves uh, in the summer of 1941 with the invasion of the Soviet Union during Operation Barbarossa. The fact that the USA became involved uh, after 1941 in uh, the Grand Alliance with Great Britain and the Soviet Union and engaged in a global struggle uh, against fascism in which 15 million American uh, soldiers, sailors, marines uh, and airmen uh, fought um, was slightly kind of immaterial when it came to judging those that had previously struggled uh, against fascism. Those who had gone to fight in the Spanish Civil War, who had done it under their own auspices and not been sent by um, any any order from the American government, were viewed with immense suspicion during the Second World War and afterwards. And in the new climate of the Cold War, the question as to who had been ideologically turned or who had been uh, infected with the, the scourge of communism 
or which international brigaders had secretly been Soviet agents and had returned to bring communism back to the USA. All these uh, wild flights of paranoid fantasy uh, that people become gripped with from time to time. These become very relevant. And one politician, Martin Dice, uh, the uh, rather kind of imposing uh, Texan who had been uh, a professional kind of red baiter, um, became the first chair of the House Un-American Activities Committee. And Dice said in passing to one of his, his colleagues that if you were against Hitler and Mussolini before December the 7th, 1941, you were a premature anti-fascist. And this meant that the uh, struggle against fascism was only legitimate in the eyes of the House and American Activities Committee when it was sanctioned by the US government. Anything prior to that, this sort of uh, voluntarism of the international brigades was somehow suspect, and it could only be suspect because it was associated with communism. One of the uh, best-known medics in the uh, Lincoln Brigade, uh, Dr. Edward Barsky, was a uh, a high-profile victim of McCarthyism. Um, When he returned to America, he became chair of the Joint Anti-Fascist Refugee Committee, which um, lobbied against Franco and provided aid for those who had fled Spain, the uh, thousands of Spanish people who had crossed the Pyrenees into France and were living in refugee camps there. The House and American Activities Committee summoned Barsky um, and ordered him to testify, demanding that he name um, all who had received uh, help from the, uh, the organisation, from the Refugee Committee. Um, Of course, Barsky refused to do so, and he refused to do so for a particular reason. If he named the names of Spanish people who had been been helped, uh, these were Spanish people who, following the fall of France, had probably been sent back to Spain or had been interred somehow in France. After the end of the Second World War, Spanish fascism continued uh, quite uh, uh, quite on its own accord. Uh, Franco isn't swept away in 1945. He dies an old man in 1974. So there was still questions of, of, uh, of vulnerability. They, um, uh, by naming uh, the uh, help, those helped by the committee, you could be seeing their seeing their fate. In 1950. Barsky was given six months in federal prison for contempt of Congress. Um, when he got out, he found that he was uh, his license to practice medicine was also suspended for another six months. He fought against this all the way to the Supreme Court. And when uh, this was heard by Justice William O. Douglas, uh, one of the, the uh, justices who dissented against the persecution of Barsky, even though the court ruled against him, Justice William O. Douglas said, When a doctor cannot save lives in America because he is opposed to Franco in Spain, it is time to call a halt and to look critically at the neurosis that has possessed us. The climate of fear in uh, McCarthyite uh, America was uh, significant, not just for former members of the International Brigades, but for people in all sorts of different professions and walks of life. And... um, 
Amongst the international brigaders, it saw men uh, get rid of any memorabilia they'd brought back from Spain, any uh, photos, postcards, letters, diaries, papers, that kind of thing. They, they tended to, to burn them as quickly as, as possible. And some of these were men who had also served, now served in the Second World War and who had returned, taking advantage of the GI Bill and the loans that were um, available to uh, now get an education and set up businesses. So some of the former international brigaders were quite established uh, in their careers and had a lot to lose. I'm not suggesting that uh, life is any difficult if you haven't got lots to lose, but you see my point. Um, one, um, Jack Penrod uh, from uh, Alabama, had became a teacher of English at the University of Florida. He burned his memoirs um, and said, and I quote, uh, at one time I didn't know whether they might, uh, might actually get a search warrant to search our house. For the Americans who returned to Spain, the fighting was over. The uh, Republicans in Spain uh, suffered an appalling fate. 20,000 were, at least 20,000 were executed after the Franco victory. Um, a larger number, probably, died in the overcrowded prisons. Um, in 1940, for example, um, 270,000 convicted prisoners were crammed into cells uh, built only for 20,000. There were another 100,000 uh, were in jail awaiting trial. Um, and obviously in these situations, disease and hunger tore through prisons, uh, killing, uh, killing huge numbers of men and women. In 1941, in Cordova, um, 502 inmates died behind bars. And this doesn't include... The, the rather Stalinist um, system of penal colonies where uh, work was seen as transformative and redemptive and that uh, ordinary, honest, good Spaniards could be made out of the kind of um, cosmopolitan, uh, republican um, malcontents that um, fell into, into Franco's hands. 90,000 people were kept in uh, militarised penal colonies and they were put to work um, building canals, irrigation projects and they were also handed out as free slave labour to um, the landowners, who uh, the latifunda, who had been uh, some of the key backers of Franco. What this does as well is you, if you have a large chunk of free labour Aggregate labour prices, wages, if you will, collapse. So poor uh, farmers and peasants in Spain get yet poorer. And of course, much of this suffering was sanctioned and approved of by the Catholic Church. Uh, Franco sat with his own personal priest um, with a, a pencil and a list of prisoners and would write up, in the presence of his priest, those to be spared and those to be executed. Um, the view that Orwell had was that Franco was not so much trying to impose fascism on Spain as to restore feudalism, really to take Spain back to the, the Middle Ages. 
One of the reasons that Orwell makes this observation, and you, you may have heard, I must have done it a year or two ago now, um, a podcast I'd done about uh, class war and the origins of the Spanish Civil War. And the Spanish Civil War really is a class warfare. It is a war waged by one class, a uh, landowner, um, a ruling militarist class, um, against the peasants. The uh, Spanish Republic, for all its faults, was an attempt to create a uh, united government to raise living standards and to iron out some of the horrendous inequalities in Spanish life. The Spanish, um, the, the Spanish generals were the reaction to that, and they were the reaction to social change. They obviously had their own um, anti-Semitic and, and racist um, views and, and ideas, but unlike Germany... The Jewish population in Spain had long since been deported uh, during the, the late Middle Ages uh, by King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella. And the all fascisms have this uh, narrative of restoration, of trying to restore some kind of mythical golden age. Hitler's Nazism was attempting to racially restore Germany. And whilst there is a clear racial element to Spanish fascism, the uh, attempt to restore some social hierarchy that seems to have, in the eyes of the generals, been eroded is the the real game. Um, It's about putting the poor back in their place. And tragically, it succeeded. Um, Now, I hope you've found this interesting and and useful, um, and I'll be adding some more content uh, later in the week. We have got uh, an awesome book giveaway coming up, so stay tuned, and um, I will catch you on the Explaining History podcast. Um, Do check out our Facebook page. There's always a a good chat about history going on there, and um, it's always great to hear from you, hear your views, and all the rest. Take care. All the best. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.